Hey everyone, quick note before we start the show. This was recorded like just a day or two after the reworks went live, the first part, and then the second part will be me and Doombox talking about her after she had already been fixed and were more, um, had used her a lot more. So with that, enjoy. <laughs> Welcome to WRL Broadcast. I am Hate Mail, and with me today we have Kage. Hello. Or what's your line name, Horny for? Horny posting on main. <laughs> oh, that's right. I I have the hardest time finding your name to tag you online now. It drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and M4. Hola. And we are talking Terra, which, man, people are excited for Terra. I, I mean, I like her a lot. I'm not quite as high as everyone else, but she is pretty darn good. So, well, uh, Kage, what are your initial thoughts of her? I think this girl is uh, as close to S tier as you're going to get with this rework. Um, depending on the, what the devs say about that turn zero, like debuff community versus Har- Harley's in range. Um, I think we could see a potential meta shift back to uh, Wonder Girl. So we're going to see a lot of Wonder Girl Harleys, or I'm already seeing uh, it. a lot of <laughs> yeah, already, already uh, seeing race. <laughs> I mean, you could run Azrael. Azrael is supposed to counter Wonder Girl, so you know. I think uh, Not, we'll see. We'll see how things shake out. Yeah. So, all right. I want to touch on that. Uh, what was it? Uh, rock solid at the start of battle. So the thing is, it's not any different than uh, how Enchantress works. Everyone goes Harley on the other side, and then your Enchantress goes. The only difference is for Enchantress, it's beneficial for your team to go last, right? So you can throw back the Enrages. So nobody complains about it. Like, "Hmm, okay, that's kind of odd. She She goes last, but okay. But now people are noticing it for Terra because it's detrimental to you because the the enrages stick. So I, why it does that, I don't know. It's because it it's might an be active, intentional. I think it is intentional because it's an active mood move where Hal's is a passive, so it just automatically. Uh, I don't think that's the case because let me check Clayface because Clayface is also an active move. He can't do that roar right away. Yeah. So that debunks the theory. Same with Donna Troy. She uses her buff move, an active move, and they do it uh, the right uh, position, right? The order of their placement is when where they do it. Same with Batwoman. So I don't think that's the reason. Hmm. I don't know. You're right, though. It does happen on Enchantress, so... Mm-hmm. So there's a precedent. So I don't know if that's intentional or not. But I, somebody but, told me it was because of the speed of the characters that Harley's faster. No, don't, no, no, no. That's, that's turn zero speed is not a factor. I don't know. Either way, she. I mean, she's fine because her basic doesn't miss and slaughters yes, and everyone Harley else, anyway. So yeah, yeah, and everyone else gets the four. Uh, it chants up, so it's not a big deal. Even if you're enraged, so 
if they don't fix it or change it, I am still okay with it. Yeah, I don't really care either way. <clears throat> she does... My only complaint about her is she does call the whip immediately. She does. She gets... She gives you eight. <laughs> Clay face, though. And, and the other thing that's annoying is that whenever Wonder Girl uses her whip, the immunities, debuff immunities, are the first things to go. Oh, actually, really? she gives you nine. I no, think I it's... Yeah, I haven't had a problem with her removing the debuff immunities at all. Uh, that's just my RNG. Yeah. I, I had a match where it was all the debuff immunities were removed, then I got stunned, and then I was like, really? I want them to bring back the Superman Starfire combo. Anyway, that's a random thought as, I was, as I'm playing with Starfire right now. Um, I don't know. What do we have thinking for Terra's legendary orders? She, for Terra, I think she's. I think her four was what I would yeah. go with first because that rock solid is just. I mean, that's that's almost why you bring it's pretty her solid, right? Yeah, it's I mean, pretty yeah. solid, right? It, it's it's rock solid. <laughs> Dang it! She needs a lot of her legendaries to work. Yeah, and then I think her two would be next. Yep. Because yep. you want you want her to use that ability and then use her debuff immunity. So, and then I went with her one, which is one. apply heal immunity to the target. Because I think that's her next best. Do you guys agree with that? Yep. So four, four, two, one. Four, two, one, one. And I think three. that I think that's I think that's where. L three, you. I think she's pretty good. Like you can, you don't have to have her next ability to be. Yeah, tremor doesn't seem all that useful. It's really light damage, and you're rarely going to use it. And the, then the main use I have for it is that whenever they have two awareness on a team, they remove both, usually, or the evasion downs. But you already have all the hit chance ups, so you don't really care. Yeah, she, she and does then tighten at the end. That's pretty good. Was it the five? How do we feel about the five? I mean, it's nice if you lose an if you lose an ally, it's very useful. But no, um, it, no, it's her depth. Oh, okay, never mind. So if she dies, I guess it's useful. But you never want to count on your team dying. So it's more for defense to be annoying, but yeah, you don't really count on it. Yeah, I haven't faced her much yet. I've I've surprisingly not seen her hardly at all. Um, what do you think of teams for her? Well, I have my favorite team now. I I crafted yesterday as soon as she came out. Dark side, uh, her sucks. and who else? Uh, Barda and Azrael. <laughs> I've been high on Azrael lately, and and you know the annoying thing is uh, OC three has this uses this team now too. And his is RB5 Darkseid and RB5 Azrael, which annoys the heck out of me because it's better than mine. And he said he got 15 straight uh, defensive victories. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It just makes me jealous. I, I was worried. That was the one thing I was worried about with Terra is that she's going to make Azrael even worse. And she's already succeeding at that. She is because, uh, you know, the first one... Uh, the one I know in comp that they built for Azrael, the Hal Jordan. And I think Terra is a better Hal Jordan. 
because now you can slot uh, a better leader than how like dark side or maybe even lex or whoever you want red hood yep yeah i've been seeing a lot of that and it's quite quite annoying and i really don't like martian manhunter teams can start with damage immunity or debuff immunity oh, right. now too oh yeah yeah which I'm well, just uh, bring the whip, you know. There you go. Problem solved. Yeah. Wonder Girl's gonna need to come back. You just have her. Wonder Girl. Do you have her RB five? Give her a stuns. I do have her RB five. I thought so. I have a feeling that we're gonna see a lot of Wonder Girl, especially this it's siege. Gonna a, <laughs> it's gonna be a fun siege. <laughs> <laughs> I just I hate Wonder Girl more than any any. I hate her even more than Azrael. What if they uh, rework on Wonder Girl and give her stuns? Oh god! I mean, I'd use her, but <clears throat> I'm probably going to use her this siege. I'm sure, but I just, I just know she's going to be such a pain. She is. I've already seen her everywhere now that I've been running Barda. I've been running Darkside yeah. Barda so much, and you know they they get Wonder Girl just all fired up in no time. I probably am not going to... I mean, I'll run Terra the Siege, but I mean, outside of Siege, I don't see myself using her a ton, even though I think I acknowledge she's great. Um, just like I think Azrael's great, but I don't really use them. They, uh... Yeah, I I use Artemis more than uh, Azrael. I think... I don't know. I think uh, Terra can solve a lot of uh, Artemis's problems with like running into Harley... You know, without because she's gonna miss, right? Yeah. So. Yes. Yes. I think that's what Doombox is running. He said he was running Lex, Terra, Barda, or not Barda. Well, yeah, Lex, Terra, Barda, and Azrael. Or he's been swapping out with um, Artemis. That's a pretty solid team. I don't see much you can't handle with that. Yeah. She's great character. If you, uh, she solves a lot of problems because she has the heal immunity. She has the can't miss. She has the debuff immunity. I mean, she you can really she fills a lot of holes all in one character. And the even, only knock I have on her. Oh, sorry. Things I was gonna say the only the only problem she has is that her. Are you are you about to go into the meltdown? Yes. Yeah, that's exactly that's... where I was going. Yeah, she's she she has that cool meltdown ability, and it's very hard to use. It's more of a last resort thing. Once your debuff immunities are off, and I don't know, let's say there's a heavy bleed comp, or you're facing a med fill, things like that. You never count on it. It's just one of those. Yeah, when the situation arises, it's great, but most of the time, it's just they're doing nothing. Well, and then also it uh it doesn't do much damage anyway, so it's really it, not that exciting. It sometimes does. I I I triggered it once and melt some reds. Well, I guess it it depends if you're lucky. It's still special damage, right? So reds are gonna melt. Yeah. I, don't I wouldn't. Know, I, think... I personally wouldn't bring her for the damage anyway. Yeah. True. True. Yeah, she. I mean, her damage isn't great. I mean, it's not bad. It's not, nothing to sneeze at, but it's nothing to get excited over. But you don't. Re- you don't bring her for damage. She's 
She does a respectable amount of damage, but if she did a lot of damage, she would be too powerful anyway, so. But now that I'm thinking about it, she's bad for the game. Because you rarely see the Harley and Wonder Girl combo anymore, right? But now she's going to bring them out. And she's not even going to solve the problem because Wonder Girl's just going to whip them. Well, I don't know because people like to use Black Flash. And so Wonder Girl has to compete with Black Flash for that slot. True. But we'll see how prevalent uh, Terra becomes. I don't know. We'll see Martian Manhunter, MJ, Wonder Girl, Black Flash. (laughs) It will shift slightly. She's a really good tune. I, I'm high on her. I'm, I am debating whether I want to take her high rebirth. But I'll, I'll have to see how well she takes whips at high high RP. Because 30% <clears throat> shield helps. That's one of the highest uh, shields. I think it's the highest. Well, and you can cast it uh, again immediately as soon as, as soon as you get your turn too. So Yeah, you know what? You shouldn't ask Reeves. Maybe delete that because... If they decide to fix that and remove the that she cannot cast it again, it's, I think it's gonna make her worse. Because that sixty percent shield is really good. It's, and it blocks stuns, so I think I'm gonna have to let her know about it. <laughs> uh, where's Tootie Tran when you need him? Blocks his diseases. Uh. Does it? No, it doesn't. I've seen it go through. You just don't see it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've seen the disease go through. The yeah, King Shazam disease. Yeah, it goes through. You just don't see it because <laughs> of, there's already four uh, buffs lined up, so you don't see it. But it's it's in there somewhere. Oh, okay, I must have missed it. Uh, all right, I'm gonna end it here just in case. Hey guys, okay. well thanks for listening. Do you want to know all of the insider info only owls get access to? Like... Hey owls, don't tell anyone, but I'm going to give you the secret to the alliance boss so that we can win. When you attack the boss and kill him, you get points. And when he dies, you kill him again. And you get more points. Whoa, that's like seeing into the Matrix. Become a Patreon now for only a dollar a month. Just go to patreon.com slash WROL broadcast and get access to a special episode available only to insiders. This recording will self-destruct. All right. All right. And this is part two of the TerraCast because we recorded that episode... Probably, like, I don't even remember it is how long it feels. I had to ask Kage if we did that or if I imagined it. And um, we did it with M4. And it was only like a day and a half into Terra being reworked. So Doombox is super high in Terra, and she is a ridiculously good character now. So we wanted to talk about a few things in relation to her. There's been a few questions, actually, weirdly enough. Um... Just a little bit ago, Taya's Al Ghul in the Redditverse Discord, which is partially merged, reverse merged with WRL Broadcast, 
And um, so if you're not in the Rediverse Discord, we encourage you to join. The link is in the show notes. But he asked, and this kind of segs into the whole thing, Doom. I don't know if you saw this question. He said, I noticed that sometimes when I'm fighting Terra, his turn zero silence is placed under her buff immunity, while other times it doesn't go off after she's applied the immunity and I see immune pop up. Is this bugged? Is it supposed to be placed before immunities are applied or after? So I think that kind of leads into the whole discussion, right? Yeah, for the most part. Um, of course, also to lead off, hi everyone, as you probably already know, I'm Doombox, in case you're a new listener. I am one of the OG content creators from way back in the day. People consider me somewhat knowledgeable about the game, so I decided to come on and go ahead and discuss some interesting things about Terra's change to her rock solid. And just so everybody knows real quick, stuff. Doombox has never oh, lost a match. Well, no, I have lost a match. <laughs> recently oh really is it oh, yeah. because of Terra? no still ironically enough like since impulse out i haven't lost one so it's been pretty baller i actually haven't used impulse in a long time and i was using them on every match for a while there I mean, at the end of the day, non-damaging 70% turn meter drain on the fastest character, it's still really good. Oh, no, I don't you know, disagree. I just haven't... His, running around now. I feel like his stock's gone down a little bit. Not a lot, but a little Maybe. bit. Maybe. Terra actually hurts him a little bit, because you don't get that stun anymore. Yeah. Unfortunately so. But we'll get into that. So, of course, uh, Terra's rework, if you didn't see the last episode, or if this is being spliced in. I'm not really sure. Uh, she's pretty dang good. Does a decent amount of damage. Her rock solid now provides a single turn of buff immunity, so she's basically how Jordan light, because she can apply it passively. It's a good time. Um, but, interestingly enough, there was a fix done for this character. Um, a lot of people were raising up the issue that her buff immunity would always apply. Not even like a Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. It always applied itself last. So, Harley Quinn's would go under it. Mr. Freeze's speed downs would go under it. It was a big problem. So they purposefully hard-coded it to give it a much higher priority score, allowing it to always outpace Harley Quinn. But that has created some interesting and unforeseen, uh, not consequences, I feel like is the right word, but situations have arisen as a result of that change. Which is what we're here to discuss. So, um, hate mail. Uh, of course, as I'm sure our viewers know, you are a owl, one of the ones that places very high in Siege. So, the premise of turn zero, how important is that to a top-end player? Um, I would say it's probably one of the most important things, because you, especially in this game, it is whoever goes first... And whoever can deny turn meter or take a turn or deny buffs or any type of counter is highly coveted in Siege. And as soon as Terra came out, or as soon as I saw her kit even, I knew she was going to be a character that would probably... She's going to have a role going forward indefinitely, in my opinion. The I, I would say debuff immunity is probably one of the strongest buffs in the game. And yeah, I would say that's definitely true. If I not mean, the strongest buff. all debuffs. Yeah. Um, I'd say the, probably the only buff that's stronger than that 
that outright is probably just straight up damage immunity because it's just you know what can you really do about it? You could debuff them all day, but until it's gone. Yeah, uh, it, but even hit. sometimes I would say it isn't because you want to get hit sometimes. So with a lot of the characters that come out lately. But it's it's either way it's it's definitely it's it's in the top top two of best best buffs that you want super coveted plus she also gives you all the hit chance so she's definitely gonna she's gonna keep going but having that all take all happen on turn zero is just I mean it's ridiculously good right and she solves so many problems right out of the gate just evasion solved. Any kind of nasty disease, stuns, you name it, solved. And she doesn't have to be a leader like Hal. Um, so, of course, as people probably realize, uh, Hal Jordan, of course, yeah, he's still valuable. But the difference between giving up that leader slot and having that be a passive effect, some would argue that's definitely worth the one-turn duration. And, of course, with the menace that was Magister Harley Quinn, those hit chance ups are very very valuable in fact what would you say has been the effect on harley quinn's viability now that tara's rework has been fixed like have you seen a lot of her is she still around or she's she still around but nothing like she was um she, however when she is around she is only paired with wonder girl which they paired super well to begin with but now i only see her with wonder girl she used she had taken over the boards now she's drastic drop maybe 30 percent or even lower 20 percent of teams i see have harley quinn now it's... well i'm sure to some that's uh definitely good to hear so uh enough standing on pretense of course let's talk about this change so for those of you who don't know there's a certain order of operations that happens when any move or any effect happens in the game typically it goes uh damage buff debuff um, purge effects, healing slash shielding effects, and then uh, tetra effects, things like call assist, passive triggers, things of the sort. Um, and the same, of course, carries over for turn zero effects. You know, buff and debuff effects trigger at a certain time, uh, healing effects go after those, and so on and so forth. Uh, of course, there is one exception being Artemis. Hers is hard-coded to go last, but... You know, when you consider that, and also, of course, the team order plays a part as well. Team leader goes first, and then slot two, three, four. Um, it's interesting to look at Terra, because hers was originally coded as a healing-slash-shielding move instead of a buff move, meaning that it went after everyone else. But they have recently recoded it to forcibly make it a higher priority than buff-debuff, which has the unexpected effect that even on defense, you're getting that debuff immunity. So um, what's the thoughts on that? I, I don't think people realize quite yet how valuable it is to have that kind of immunity be on a defensive team, whereas before it wasn't. I know you've had some experiences with, say, Asriel. Well, you, you saw it in Siege a on. lot, especially in the second day. It seems like it's... Leveled out a little bit with more people using higher bonus teams. But in Siege, there are some horrible teams. I mean, you're seeing a lot of Darkseid, Terra, Barda, and then 
you know, take your pick. It's anywhere from Azriel is usually the worst one, but you'll see Starfire, who's kind of Azriel but green, especially on defense. Um, and those teams are a nightmare because <clears throat> with Terra, she gives you the shields, and if you don't have a high rebirth Arcus, which I only have mine L5, he doesn't always kill her. And then if it's not Barda, even worse, Burger had a team that had Grundy, which his Grundy's are before, so you can't you can't kill him on turn one with anything unless unless you have an RB5. Um, what's her name? Not Batwoman, the other one. I just blanked out. Oh, um, Lady Shiva. So, in which I also do not. Um, which I think M4 made some sound investments in some of these characters to deal with these problem characters. But that, that turn zero, you, so you can't stun, you can't do anything. So if Azriel, you can't kill him on turn one, he sometimes goes crazy. Um, so it made some very, very unique, challenging teams in Siege that were extremely difficult to not lose a tune during. Mm-hmm. And, of course, another thing to bring up as well is for a lot of characters like, say, Black Flash, for example, one of the ways that you would counteract him would be with the Harley Quinn turns you in rage, prevent him from doing his meter drain, and then you basically win the match from there. But with Terra, now that's no longer an option because she will trigger before that enrage even has a chance to come out. So definitely something to consider if you're building your teams and you want to have a better defensive focus. Terror prevents a lot of the turn zero debuffs that are coming out. Now, specifically to Talia's question on the applied silence effect, it is interesting to consider that certain effects, such as, say, Martian Manhunter's turn meter, how Jordan's shields are considered apply effects. I like to call them priority zero, because those are things that trigger at the start of match like every time so in that case they actually will sometimes speed tie with the priority for Terra shield so if you have a jericho your best odds are probably to put him in as high of a team slot as possible to try to get that effect to pass through now um, what would dictate it a passing through and not passing through because i did have a siege match where i had run I forgot that Jericho did his turn zero silence. Almost lost the match because it hit my black flash right out of the gate. And then there was a... Then when I fought the same team later, I used Terra and nobody became silenced. So, you know, I didn't even think anything. I hadn't seen that happen, but apparently people are seeing Jericho being able to slip it underneath sometimes. So the reason why that would work is because... Orders tend to have a priority for the offense player over the defense player. So if you're running the Jericho, then your silence would technically trigger as like a slightly, quote-unquote, slightly higher priority effect than Terra's debuff immunity. It used to work this way with things like Harley Quinn's Enrage when it came to Hal Jordan's debuff immunity. Because they're both buff-debuff effects, Harley Quinn could slip in rages underneath it before he could apply that. Now, that being said, it seems like it's a weird bit of coding because it's not consistent. But keeping in mind, again, what we said previous, turn order matters. 
it's possible that a higher turn ordered Jericho, maybe in your second slot, will activate his effect before Terra if that Terra is in a later slot. Um, of course, you know, with the inconsistencies, it's impossible to be really sure. And since we can't crack open the code of the game itself to understand it, most of this is just conjecture. This is just our assumptions based on our observations of things and how they work thus far. So take all this with a grain of salt. Yeah, and but, it's not like anything's ever bugged in this game. So. Yeah, I mean, bugs, please. <laughs> Never. Not in the best years. So, of course, you know, that is one of those things that people should consider, though, with this new Terra. Is it just, oh, well, she can imply debuff immunity now, so my Harley Quinn won't get enraged by the enemy Harley Quinn, or my Harley Quinn won't get stunned turn one by the enemy Harley Quinn. Instead, it's the consideration that I'm fighting a team on defense that has a Terra. I can no longer rely on the certain debuffs to get through now because it has a higher priority. And of course, since Terra's shield doesn't have a cooldown, you can also technically get it for those two turns, like Hal's debuff immunity. Um, but of course, as you mentioned, Wonder Girl, she's definitely a popular counter pick. She's popping up quite a bit. So... Something to consider watching out for when you walk into matches. Speaking of which, Terra Sale is today. That is true, and I am personally planning to buy into it, because i got to get those gems for that big Barda event. <laughs> are you uh, RB5-ing her, or are you just... A hundred percent. No, I know you're... I've been you're... wanting to RB5 her since I got her. Uh, I didn't mean... I meant Terra. I knew you were RB5 in Barda. Oh, I actually don't know. Um, I considered it, but at the same time... You know, mm, I don't really play in the way that lets me just RB5 people at random. So they got to fit my specific tastes, we'll say. And I'm not sure Terra does. Plus, personally speaking, I consider Rebirth to be one of those things that benefits tanky characters and certain buffing characters more because of the stat gain. And I don't really think Terra needs those stats. She gets most of her value up front. She doesn't really need extra stats in order to do her job. She just needs to be able to hit things. She so, can be slightly squishy sometimes, um, so it would help. And her damage is pretty good, especially on her AoE when she procs twice. So an RB5 would make that more devastating. But you're right, she's not. She doesn't. She doesn't gain as much as like Barda. You really feel the difference, even just from L5 to RB3. It's a big difference. Yeah, and that's the other thing too. Like. People ask me, because I have like a Rebirth 2 or Rebirth 3 TDK, the Dark Knight Batman, and they say, oh, you have a Rebirth 3 Dark Knight Batman. What's that like? And I'm like, well, he's tanky, so it gave him more health, and he was used to kill reds, and now he kills reds better. And that's all there is to it. But would I say you have to prioritize him? Definitely not. There's way better characters that do his specific job of killing things much faster, like the aforementioned Starfire, um, who is an absolute monster right now. Uh, she is the character that has brought me closest thus far to losing a match. <laughs> like, like Dark Sides? I don't worry about Dark Sides. Dark Sides, for some reason, have never bothered me. Maybe it's because I run cheesy Enchantress comps, and so their damage never actually hits me. But Starfire... My Enchantress didn't hit damage immunity once 
and she killed three-fourths of my team. Luckily, she was already almost dead, but this was, like, turn two. So... That it was, was so funny. That was a. It was a scary time. <laughs> Joshua Ars was streaming a match, and he had my team, and I ha I ha happened to be able to catch his stream because um, I was working from home that day. It was, I think it was like two days ago, and I had an all green team with, you know, um, what's her name, uh, Blackfire lead, and Starfire, and I think I fought a red heavy team, so it was just a, a full bonus green team. So he just went in, you know, it'd be pretty easy, and he. He was a little bit. He hadn't faced Blackfire before, so he was worried about her because she had a pretty fat amount of strength ups, which she's very good at L two for an L two character. But he didn't kill Starfire fast enough, and she got one AOE off, and it was half his team was just absolutely obliterated. She's so much fun. Yeah, and I, a lot of people would poke fun at me because I used to be, and am still technically a vehement defender. That old Firestorm was better than old Starfire, and I stick by that. I run Lex Comps, so I don't really have a fair comparison, but I think old Firestorm had it over on old Starfire, but now it's not even remotely close. I was going like, to say, I've, I tried to do a test, just I was messing around with, um, who was it? Somebody recently, oh, I was using Bardo with Firestorm, trying to, you know, use do like a turn one nuke, and he just... His damage just can't compare to hers now. His basic still does great damage, but his AoE is garbage. Yeah, it's just not the same. Although I will say he's actually pretty decent under Chantress Terra because they're allowed. Oh, that's who it was. I was just trying to use Terra with all the buffs. But it's it's just not even close anymore. He needs a rework so he can be Starfire esque. Yeah, but... he needs to do something a little bit different, but. You know, they could be similar. Well, I I don't know. I like his kit. The concept behind it is what, of course, we balanced Starfire's kit around, or at least that's what I did when I was like, add the damage per int purged and this and that. So I wanted it to be a similar effect. I just didn't expect it to be as overwhelmingly more powerful, I guess, would be the way to put it. But, you know, I'm happy for her. I'm happy. Um, you know, this is this is about Terra. So, speaking <laughs> of Terra, man, this Terra, her meltdown surprisingly does not trigger anywhere near as often now that she has debuff immunity, and I'm not even mad about it. Yeah, that was the only thing I don't like about her kit because I that was a unique, really fun move, and it's very difficult to have. I mean, like you have to be facing a Black Mass team, really. To have any chance of that going off. Yeah, well, I've I've actually had a few times that I've run into Enchantress teams, I've run into other Terras and such like that. And on those turns that her debuff immunity isn't up on her, oh yeah, that thing slaps though. It's like twelve, thirteen K damage, neutral affinity. It's a monster. Yeah, it's not bad. I, I was kinda hoping for a little bit more with that. Um but she has so much else, you really don't want to give her too much there. I do kind of hope that we see a rework of um, Dr. Fate, who really punishes heavy debuffs one day. Yeah, I definitely would not mind seeing him coming back into play. His last rework left me pretty wanting. Anti-heal, eh, it's just so lame. Yeah. But, um, so, 
Uh, before we close this out, aside from the usual Barda Asriel combinations, is there any unique things that you've been doing with Terra, maybe that you want to share with the listeners? Um, I haven't. I mean, I've been mainly. I mean, I've been pairing her more with Barda than anything else. But she pairs great with Grundy, and I, it, Grundy's very scary under her because Grundy's slow and usually pretty easy to deal with. But when you can't, when he has debuff immunity right out of the gate, and you don't have to worry about retaliations from MJ, he's suddenly a lot stronger. But wouldn't that counteract his enrage stuff since he's debuff immune? Yeah, but because it's only one turn, that's where he works a lot. She works a lot better than, um, because on turn one he's not enraged, and by the time you, you'll you'll take your turn. You open with his three to get his strength ups, and then. All the other stuff falls off, and then you can get them enraged pretty quickly. I don't know. On defense, it's more... I haven't really used it on offense. But on defense, it works surprisingly well. Very nice, very nice. I personally have found that he's... Uh, of course, you run Terra with the likes of, say, Guy Gardner. You would think the same thing, like, oh, the debuff immunity. But Guy starting out with that crit immunity on everybody... It makes a lot of people virtually unkillable because you can't debuff them, you can't crit them. Guy himself is damage immune, and you can easily start off the match with his third ability as a nice little follow-up to one of your heavier hitters that you've been protecting, and then he can just crack it off and then go and rage the next turn, and then you get all that power plus the benefits, and it's it's pretty crazy. Um, in addition to that, of course, Jessica Cruz. One of the ones that I'm surprised Kage hasn't uh, experimented more with. Because Terra starts you out, everyone's shielded. So Jessica Cruz gets her full-powered nuke right out of the gate. It's really not bad, especially when you mix it with uh, characters like Harley Quinn who can apply some AoE int downs. Like the team of, uh, specifically Enchantress, um, Terra... Jessica Cruz, Harley Quinn, is actually super monstrous because you get six int downs right off the bat as many evasion downs as you really care to, and then Jessica Cruz's AoE hits like a truck and a half. It's an absolute madness situation. And, of course, the idea of, oh, well, Enchantress with Terra, that makes sense, because, you know, the damage immunity plus the debuff immunity, you know, it seems pretty simple. But the real prize on that isn't just that, oh, it's damage immunity with a bunch of debuff immunity, it's you're burying the damage immunity under a bunch of other buffs. So when they go to remove those buffs, your damage immunity is usually the thing that stays behind. And yeah. that is incredibly impactful. Which I've noticed when I'm trying to get rid of the debuff immunity on, say, Azrael, it's the last thing to go, which is, drives you mad. Yeah. So... Uh, those are just some things to consider when it comes to Terra with her new changes. Uh, some things that make her really unique and I think are definitely going to shape her going forward. Even with Wonder Girl being around, I think she's still going to have a place just in general. If you ever see a Harley Quinn, you can just basically plug and play Terra and be fine. But in a general sense, you can just plug and play Terra in most teams and not even worry yeah, that's what I was going to say before. She really doesn't... You don't really need a specific team for her. She's very plug-and-play. Mm-hmm. So, um, early thoughts as an owl, since you guys kind of run the tier lists. I'm uh, thinking personally, 
a probably a very high A after her change, but I could see the argument right now for an S tier. I'm actually right right there. I'm I'm torn. What I'm if I had to vote right now, I would struggle to decide between A and S. So she's she's right up there. She's um I would put her right beside where I put Hippolyta personally, because Hippolyta is the same way. You can literally put her into any team, and that makes that team better. I'm just not sure if she herself does enough by herself to justify being an S, but at the same time, it's just so powerful. I think we talked about it back when we did the Arcus. Yeah, back I actually would rate Terra above Hippo at this point. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. In terms yeah. of, you can just plug him anywhere. But like we said in our Arcus review, it's like, sure, he's a one-trick pony, but when that one trick is you win the game, that's a pretty good trick to be a one-trick pony at. Yeah, she's she's really good. She might she might squeak into S tier. Very well might. Uh, anyway, well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. It looks like Kage is finally ready. So, alrighty, it's about time. Thank you for joining me. Hopefully, uh, the viewers have found this informative. Have learned a bit more about the turn zero priorities, how certain moves work, and uh, hopefully this will help them grow to become better players and climb those extra siege spots. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of WROL Broadcast. Please help us out by becoming a Patreon and getting access to special Patreon-only shows. Just go to patreon.com forward slash WROL Broadcast. We also now have DC face masks at our store. Be sure to check it out. Dang, this episode crit harder than Josh, you roars. <laughs>